Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sans Pants Radio. Waluigi is the best Luigi. Welcome to today's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And I'm Joel. And today we're talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 and... So I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 a mm-hmm. whole bunch, uh, and I want to start off by saying that it is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to te- tear it apart. I'm not, but I just feel like I want to get it out there before I get into any of it, that it's a game that's worth buying, because it's incredible. It's beautiful. It's massive. It's revolutionary mm. in a couple of ways. It is definitely one of those AAA games that is a AAA game. Yeah. You know, like a lot of games come out, and you're like, that's oh, a AAA game, and then you play it, and you're like, this is very boring, and there's actually not much going on. Yeah, and I think it's like any kind of Rockstar game where it's kind of like the even though it's like one story and it's one it's your journey. Like yeah, because absolutely. How how you interact with the world is very different to how I would react to the world and so yeah. on and so forth. Um, how you react to the world. Spoilers is very for different. our audience. Uh, so the way you would react to the world, Joel, is that you'd probably play the game. Jackson's <laughs> reaction to the world is to shoot every dog. <laughs> uh, well, in so in a lot of games, I, I I am absolutely the minority here. I found, but I tend to play a bad guy if I can. Uh, I like choosing those. A lot of games give you the option of playing a villain, and then ninety nine percent of the time, people won't choose it. But any game that gives me the option, I will because I think that's always going to be a more interesting story. But most people who are making games don't actually expect you to choose that side. So often it's more boring, but <laughs> there we go. But when I, So in reviewing Red Dead Redemption 2, there are a couple of questions that I wanted to ask and answer because they're the questions I know I would have about it. Uh, my first question is, how long till I know every mechanic? At a certain point, you know everything there is to know, and you know that the rest of the game is just going to be variations of everything that's come before. Oh, yeah. This happened to me heaps in Far Cry 5, because in Far Cry 5, about maybe... A, third of the way through the game i was like okay so there are basically six missions Mm -hmm. and every mission is just that mission one of those six missions with like different clothes on yeah it's kind of like and you're playing any sort of game and you peel it back to be like oh wait this is one of six quests fallout 4 is actually an incredible uh, example of that because Mm -hmm. at a certain point you're like oh every single mission is go to location 
and kill the people there. Mm. Or go to location, sometimes, kill the people there, collect a thing. Yeah. That is the long and short of it. Nothing is new, nothing is unique. Yeah. You, you learn that too early in that game, <laughs> and I think that's why a lot of people really were unhappy with it. Mm-hmm. But with Red Dead Redemption, like I've been playing for, I want to say, maybe 12 hours now, and I know that there are still... Maybe longer than twelve. Hours. Like, maybe no, maybe more like 12. maybe more like twenty. <laughs> but there yeah. are still mechanics that I just I don't know. Mm. I know there are canoes in the game. I have yet to find one. I have seen one cougar. <laughs> I have seen a bear. I've seen a bear twice. Once I had to fight it. Once it was just running past me, and I was like, "That's it'd be fun to deal with." But I have other stuff that uh, is on my mind. I know that there will be a point where I have figured out what every mission is going to entail, and mm. that even like all of the hunting missions are basically the same hunting mission, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I'm not there yet. Yeah. And I think if I can get twenty hours, thirty hours into a game, and I have not. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. Rockstar are really, really good at doing a thing where they throw missions you've never done before, like past halfway in the game. Like yeah. I know GTA a lot of GTA games have that. There'll be like a weird mission like two thirds mm. through the way through a game and you're like, What? Yeah, like I think in GTA five it's like halfway through the game, they're like, Hey, now you get to ride a submarine and you're like, Oh, all right. <laughs> cool. I didn't even know this was an option, but here I am in a submarine. And it is one of my biggest pet pe- it's not even a pet peeve, it's just something I hate in a game <laughs> is when I'm like, Oh, there are four mission types mm. and Every gun is basically the same gun with like a minor amount of change in in damage or yeah, range, it, I, but to a point where it's not really noticeable. And I'm noticing with with Red Dead um, too, unlike say Grand Theft Auto Five, mm. where there was this like, oh, now you can play darts and golf mm, and yeah. do some yoga, and there was a lot of just faff included. There's still a lot of faff in Red Dead. I just ignore it. Okay, there is poker, to... which is just okay. poker, and what game has not included poker? Like, you know what I mean? When a game is like, mm. hey, guess what? You can play. A card game that you could play on your Windows 98. <laughs> like, although, Pazak, Kotor 2, and 1. Yes. Well, yeah, because some games will bring out like a card game, like Gwent in The Witcher, which is a totally unique card game that is like a game within a game that's really fun. And even. Uh, there was a game in uh, Final, Final New Fantasy. Vegas had the same thing. Yeah, Final Fantasy 9, they had like a little card game that I played um, ridiculously amounts mm. of time with. And they're not it. they're not the kind of thing that I ever enjoy doing in a game, but I don't I don't dislike them. They're, they won't lose points. As someone it. who has watched you play Red Dead and have seen how much money you have and yet how high your bounties are, maybe you should invest some time in poker <laughs> and earn some of that money back. But it's cowboy time, so you're like, I bet ten cents. I'm like, I need I need to be talking in hundreds. Baby. <laughs> My <laughs> bounties are so high. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to answer the question, how long till I know every mechanic? I think it'll take a while, mm. and I think that's such a testament to a good game because Mm. it means there's depth I've not fished yet and Mm. I'm 20 hours in not that maybe fishing will be super fun but it's cool to know that that's something I have yet to do Uh, the next question kind of a variation how long till I get bored so that for me I get bored so quickly you do I just jump around and I get bored and if a game doesn't keep me entertained for long enough if it doesn't present me with a challenge if it doesn't I just stop caring and when I stop caring it's no fun anymore for me or anyone watching me because <laughs> I'm just rolling around or being like, can I jump off this cliff? Who cares? What if I just walk into this bandit camp with no weapons? Can I just spend the rest of the game lassoing people? <laughs> and at a certain point, I run out of steam. But Red Dead Redemption 2, like, it's huge and it's so slow <laughs> that it kind of works in its favor. Like, the map is massive, but I actually don't know if it's that much more massive than... I think it is. I think it's bigger than the GTA Five map. But, but there's no planes. You're on a horse, yeah. or you're walking if you lose your horse down a hill, like I have a couple of times. <laughs> 
and then you're just walking. Like horsepower you get out of a horse? <laughs> yeah. One! Exactly. <laughs> a horse is one horsepower. I think it's actually four. I think a horse yeah, is a four horse horsepower. Is more than one horsepower. Weirdly. Yeah. Uh, that, I hope it's four because that means that one horsepower equals one horse leg. <laughs> That's true. Um, You'll probably find out in the game. I'm, I'm like sure there'll be a moment explained. Like... So the fact that it's so big and the fact that you're so slow means that, like, to experience everything, like, I again, I'm 20 hours in, and if I get bored in the area I'm in, I'm like, well, I could just go up to the snow, see what's going on there. Mm. Um, or I could just go down to the bayou and see what's going on there. Or play some poker and pay off your uh, debts. Uh, there's easier ways to pay off debts, like robbing strangers, <laughs> killing people who need help, and taking their to eventually build up enough money, assuming I don't spend it on new hats to pay off my debts, which I actually don't want to do because I don't know what it does to have a bounty that high. Well, uh, that's the thing because we, you know, you end up um, getting some treasure and getting a lot of money, and mm. you were like, "I'm going to pay off my debts," and I was like, "Jack, why? Yeah, you, it doesn't go above three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Your bounty is like going to be peaked at three hundred dollars, and chances are you're going to commit more murders. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I, then why pay it off? I think the point there is are no it. downsides to Except- having a high bounty. That you can go into towns and people will you probably... You can still go into I can go in towns yeah, and yeah. buy stuff. Nobody... The the worst thing that has happened because of my high bounty is, one, when I cross a border, there's a... Well, bounty hunters ambush me often. But that's fun. <laughs> that's like an exciting part of gameplay where I'll just be, like, walking through a little gully and then all of a sudden four people on horses will round about and I'll be like, okay, cool, I'm fighting for my life. And also every town I go into, they're like, hey, you keep walking because everyone hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start trouble. Uh, and it's great. So much like how people interact with you in real life. <laughs> exactly. I go into a supermarket they're like, like hey, hey, hands where I can see them. Hey, bozo! <laughs> don't hey, think I don't know. Knucklehead, keep your hands to yourself. Um, <laughs> but yes, like the map's huge, and you move slowly, and I think it'll take a long time to get bored. There's a lot to do. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like if you get bored, you can just go and do something else. Yeah, like you're like I'm bored of this either mission. Mm. You can be like, ah, oh, I'm gonna go and you know, rob a train. Yeah, and, it, and that's sort of however the- it also weirdly mm. works to its detriment because. I know there have been times already where I'm like, I'm bored in the farm area, the heartland, I think it's called. I'm going to go up to the snow. But then I see the distance that it's going to take me and how long it'll take me to walk. And I'm like, I guess I'll just do farm biz. Yeah, like I just can't be bothered taking that journey. So it's just not it. that in itself becomes a bit boring. And it's lovely to look at the gorgeous scenery because everything is like just so beautiful. But in yeah. Red Dead 2's defense, often on the way to, say, the new well, place, yeah. you will get distracted. I Especially w- that's by if that everyone in- trying to kill you due to your very high bounties. Exactly. So I guess what I'm saying is don't play as a white hat. Don't play as a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> play as a criminal so that your journeys are more fun. Uh, it also means you can ride past someone on a horse and just casually shoot them with a shotgun for something to do. <laughs> <laughs> or lasso them off a horse. Exactly. Drag them behind you. Whatever. I watched, I watched you play for about 25 minutes before we recorded this episode, and I saw you lasso a farm man, a man who just worked on a farm. Yeah. Hog tie him, yeah. tie him to the back of your horse, ride that horse into a tar pit, and accidentally drown the man in tar. <laughs> and on a separate occasion, you robbed a blind guy who was begging, mm-hmm. and then he snuck up behind you and punched you in the back of the head. <laughs> and then you killed him. I'm starting to think he wasn't blind. <laughs> I don't think he was blind either. I think he knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> he knew the score. <laughs> so, yeah, being villainous does have its benefits. A downside to being villainous, and this is something I only discovered um, 
like whilst into playing and i don't think they explain everywhere so you have like a a honorable dishonorable bar kind of thing i don't think that's what it's called but basically it's the more good deeds you do the more honorable you become and the more like people recognize you as a good person and vice versa the worse a person you are the lower you go in the bar Mm -hmm. and 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 people hate you now if you're a good boy if you're a a white hat you Mm -hmm. get like heaps of benefits like you get specific outfits that you can buy uh and at the highest ranking of it everything in shops is half price which is great and i think there's three tiers and each one comes with massive benefits if you're a bad boy or black hat by the first tier is that everybody you uh loot you'll get like a higher uh loot drop better at robbing better at robbing and that's it and that is pretty disappointing so there are there are no real benefits to playing as a a like a lawless character and i i get it because it is a lot speaking of someone who is killing nearly every stranger that asks for help (laughs) um it is so much easier to be a bad guy than a good guy yeah i just think it's a bit disappointing that in a game where you are a bandit Mm. you just you like you are a villain in the game you just don't have much incentive to do villain villainous things but isn't the the journey of being a villain fun in and of itself its own reward absolutely like it would be nice to get an outfit for it (laughs) I want to be rewarded with dress-ups. I do, though. (laughs) But, like, because, again, you're you're right. It's very easy, almost by default, to be um, a a bad boy. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, well, you kind of get more loot because you're killing more people. But the difference is that, so if I go into a general store and I have 50% off, I can get 50% off outfits, off tonics, off food, Ah, off guns, off everything. If I loot people, I can get... Uh, cans of beans uh, <laughs> and occasionally ammunition, and th- and that's cool, but it's just not that interesting. What happens if you kill the shop owner? If I kill the shop owner, I'm probably not allowed back in the town from memory. But he loves me because I come in and buy clothes. Everyone else, I, I'll roll into a town. Everyone will be like, "You keep walking," but I come into the shop and he's like, "Welcome back." <laughs> <laughs> he knows what's good for him. Um, but I just think that it would be nice if they get if you if you're going to have like mm. that system, like a karma system in your game, make it worthwhile doing either one because otherwise, that's actually not choice. That's just yeah. Like I can see like you know, oh, you get nothing by kind of going in between and being this yeah. sort of like you know, that, yeah, that's I'm not, fine. I'm not, and I'm just doing my own mm-hmm. thing. Fair enough. But you're right. I feel like maybe I, even like a sweet like bandit yeah, outfit, maybe. S- something. And I know I know that um a friend of mine who's playing, he was saying, yes, there is like a bandit outfit, but it's not like as obvious a reward. And I don't think it's it's got to do with that karma bar at all. Okay. So, yeah. I think it's just another thing you can find in the world, which is a mm. shame. So another question that I have is how long until I find everything in the open world? Because, like again, as you were saying with Spider-Man or Far Cry 5, eventually you've seen the map. And once you've seen the map, and you know, with Spider-Man, certainly, you've seen mm-hmm. the map, and you're like, well... Oh, buildings. It's just buildings. Cool. Yeah. There's no, oh, like, yeah. secrets. There's none of those nooks and crannies that are super fun to find. And GTA V was similar. GTA V had this illusion that mm. this was a massive, open, lived-in world with a whole bunch of secrets to find. But then you hit a point, and you're like, well, it's actually not. Yeah. It's it's just, oh, I'm in, like, this area is cool to walk around in. There's actually nothing here. It's just an area. There's people to kill, and there's cars to drive. Yeah. Uh, and GTA Five, and I think, unfortunately, just with any open world game with the current level of technology we have, th- that's always going to happen. Well, you, yeah, you know. And I think it's just this problem now that we have to have every game needs to be open world. Mm. When it's just like maybe just make it. Oh, it, don't, don't get me wrong. I love a game that is not open world. Give me a game with like linear, exciting environments where every new environment is different and comes with its own challenges. Super into that. But having said that, Red Dead Redemption, whilst you will probably eventually kind of explore the open world, because you're on foot and because it is just wilderness, 
Like, I've been, I have areas on my map that I have, like, unlocked, but I don't know what's in them, really. Like, because it's, there's no city, you're not in a city. Like, GTA Five is, like, city, forest, coast. And you're like, cool, well, I, I know those areas, and I yeah. know the big kind of, like, uh, landmarks here. But Red Dead Redemption, I'm sure eventually, but it'll take me long enough that by the time I've learned the map, like, the back of my hand, I'll be bored of the game anyway, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And also, like, when it comes down to it, if you're getting... Like 60 to 70 hours of entertainment out of it. That's good. That's well and truly worth it. Absolutely. That's, that's, no matter how much you spend on a game, 60 hours is, well, no, that's not true. You've spent a thousand dollars on it. <laughs> that's, that's rough, but you're insane for doing that. But <laughs> for the price of your average game, 60 hours of content is pretty amazing. Yeah. Or, or not I even would, content, 60 hours of your enjoyment yeah. is. Incredible. I would even say, like, if you're paying 60, 70 Australian dollars, so four, five Great British pounds uh, for <laughs> yeah. a game, uh, and you're getting more than, like, 10, 15 hours of enjoyment. That's yeah. really good. Like, I've bought some indie games where they cost, like, 10, 15 Australian dollars, and it's been good for about an hour. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, cool, that's fine. Because, like, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Like, that's, that, yeah, absolutely. Had a good time. But uh, how... I've got one question about Red Dead. Sure. I'm not super fond of GTA Five, and yeah. I don't really like GTA Four. The storytelling and the sense of humor and stuff like that in it annoys me. Well, what's what's wonderful about Red Dead Redemption is that it's just, like, devoid of that. Good. There's just none of that weird kind of... It's almost, like, reminds me of South Park humor. Yeah. Or the GTA 5 humor where they're like, we're poking fun at society, iPhones, and what have you. And it's just... It's a bit like, you know, oh, yeah. there's a whole, like... Apple side mission in GTA 5 yeah. where you're like an old man and a computer has viruses on it. And it's, it's just like, I don't know, it's a bit embarrassing almost <laughs> to play. Now, Red Dead Redemption feels like I've, I actually haven't played Red Dead 1. I should probably say that. I've never played Red Dead 1. I watched uh, my brother play Red Dead 1 basically from start to finish, but I've never played it myself. Yeah. And that one didn't seem to have that much in the way of like satire of Western. Although you were saying to me, Zamet, that apparently it did. No, I was watching this whole thing, which is like the philosophy of Red Dead Redemption and it was all about like how it is poking fun of the tropes of yeah okay um uh, like a western that kind of stuff and and colonialism so, and all that yeah. oh yeah yeah but it's it's like a little bit less on the nose than maybe GTA Five yes yeah. yeah. it's, it's more just yeah aware of its source material and plays with your expectations rather than than being mm, like we're a parody it. of real life yeah you know it's it's silly kind of <laughs> GTA Five comedy which I totally agree I yeah. never I never find it funny I'm I'm not like mm. oh my god I'm just gonna sit here and listen to the radio I turn the radio off. Or I listen to the songs. <laughs> but yeah, Red Dead Redemption and specifically, Red, or certainly Red Dead Redemption 2 just feels like a Western. I mean, it does have those, like, obviously every Rockstar game is going to have one drunk old man. You know, they love chucking yeah. in some guy. Oh, I'm the crazy preacher. <laughs> but it's kind of powerful, of course. I think you just kind of accept that, you know. Um, the things that have annoyed me about the game, because there are... A few things. Yeah, there's definitely a couple of things in the game that I've been like, why? So part of this game to me feels almost old-fashioned. Which is really hard for me to describe, but I feel like... <laughs> I have no idea what you mean by that. So, when I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2, occasionally some of the menus yeah. and some of the way you navigate through the menus feels like the kind of thing that would have happened on like Xbox 360 or like a, a PS3 back in the day. It's a bit clunky in a way that maybe they're trying to... So, so for example... Um, and uh, there's been like a lot of debate about Red Dead Redemption that I've seen online where people are like, hey, is realism immersion or can realism just be really annoying? <laughs> so like, and I think part of that makes it feel like a kind of a bit of like a like an older game. Like, yeah. so if I want to craft, say, a, a sausage, <laughs> right? Yes. If you I want to craft, craft a sausage. sausage. I have to go to my campfire. Mm -hmm. I have to 
well, first I have to make a campfire. Then I have to sit at the campfire. I have to go into the crafting menu. Mm-hmm. I have to make one sausage. Then I have to hold down X as I put the sausage over the fire for a bit. Then I have to choose if I'm going to eat the sausage now or if I'm going to put it in my pack. Whereas I feel like it'd be so much, like that's fun once, mm-hmm. but so much easier if I could just be like, menu, make a sausage. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like these weird extra steps that I guess they're trying to go for realism, but just become very frustrating yeah, after a time. Was... Well, would you compare it to something like The Long Dark, where it forces you to do stuff like that just to increase the difficulty? Yeah, but you think even that in... maybe Red Dead is doing a similar thing. But even in The Long Dark, I can be like, okay, click on the thing go like it's just it's so much the 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 least so what am i trying to say here so many fewer steps yeah to get to the end goal yeah i was noticing even like when say making your own bullets or like mm. kind of a, that it's you do it by bullet yeah and so if you're making like a hundred bullets mm. you have to do the same action a hundred times and it's very you can't fu- bulk it yeah and i feel like in an older game that's how it would go down yeah. but it's very funny that you have like <laughs> This mechanic that makes it feel like such mm. an old, like a much older yeah. game, but is clearly put in there to be like, oh my god, look at what we're capable of. Yeah, I, I remember I used to play um, World of Warcraft, mm. and one of the very first iterations of all the crafting, you have to do it one by one. So yeah. it's like, I want to, you know, smelt this gold bar, craft, mm-hmm. craft. Craft, craft. And then eventually they're like, yeah, look, we get it. It's ridiculous. That takes too long. You can now just do it in batches yeah. of like, you know, 10, 20 or like however many materials you have. So you're like, yep, cool. And craft, you know, a hundred bullets mm-hmm. would yeah. be kind of nice. Just, just like a lot nicer if I had the option. Mm. Um, another thing that's kind of uh, the controls are, I wouldn't call them fluid. I would say, again, maybe they're trying to go for a sense of realism, but I find yeah. it very difficult sometimes just walking. Um, which sounds so silly. So, for example, some areas, for some reason, you can't run in. Mm -hmm. uh, And in areas where I don't know why that was the decision made. So you're a bandit. Obviously, you have a big bandit camp. When you're in the bandit camp, you have to walk, which looks cool, but is so frustrating when you're like, the mission is on the other side of the camp. You've slowed me down completely, and the pace of the game is now all out of whack. You start the game. That intro is maybe the longest, most laborious intro of any game I've ever played. Because you're in snow, and it's just a slog. It's cool when it gets fast, but you're like, this seems like such a strange place to start your game. Once I got into the game proper, I'm like, oh, cool, Like, there's the fluidity of movement. But that beginning was a weird choice on Rockstar's part. I like when video games start like that. And I think Rockstar video games might do that quite a bit, where it's just like two characters talking, is that what you mean? Or like no, so it, the, the beginning is that basically you're you're in a camp in the snow, yeah. and you're getting ready to go into the rest of the Red Dead map. Yeah. And then you do all these little missions that are clearly like weird tutorials yeah. or, or just tutorials, but it's a lot of like, we have to go up into the snow to like get this person, but you get off your horse and you can't run. You True. move at like a snail's pace. You're like, wah, 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 kind of like just moving like a slug to get to the, and then there's a conversation and then you got to do it back. Yeah. And the, uh, to me, that's just kind of like. That reminds me of like the Half-Life 2 intro, which is one that is quite famous and I quite like. But the Half-Life 2 intro takes about maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. This took about maybe an hour. Oh. And that, to me, is... I'm, I'm the kind of guy that if, if I get a game, I want to be able to be like, start game, and I'm in the game. <clears throat> you want to play the game wrong from the get-go. You yeah. want to be forced to play it right for a bit. Absolutely. And that's another kind of thing that's a bit annoying, um, is that... If you play a bad guy, if you play a good guy, it actually doesn't really matter. It does in terms of, like, you know, uh, like, benefits and stuff. But all of the dialogue and all of the conversations and all of the interactions just split the difference down the middle no matter what. Yeah. Because obviously they want to be like, well, you're, you, you could play a bad guy or you could play a good guy, but that just means that when you are playing it, 
you know, you're you're just a neutral guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because obviously they're not going to record a separate piece of dialogue or a separate encounter for every single choice you could make. And that just kind of gets a bit annoying when they give you that choice, but it's really the illusion of choice. Um, and finally, mechanics-wise or gameplay-wise, uh, they've used every button on the, on the controller to, like, like the... It feels like it's heavy with <laughs> options in a way, and some of them are so close to each other that it's really annoying. So you take your gun out, right? That's great. But then you have to press it again to put your gun in. But also, the button to interact with someone is the same button as to shoot them, <laughs> assuming your gun's not in your holster, or it's close. And so, so often I've been like, oh, here's a guy I just like to greet. <laughs> bang! And then I'm like, oh, not even bang. No, no, sorry. It's not to shoot them. It's to aim at them. So I'll be like, oh, hi, and I'll just put my gun on them. And they'll be like, oh, my God, he's going to shoot me. And then all of a sudden, everyone's attacking me. And I'm like, ah, I have to go away, outrun the law, come back. It's just not super <laughs> intuitive. Exactly the same thing again. Yeah. Sometimes I have. And I'm like, just let me be like, oh, if I want to talk to someone, I can hold it on them, put gun away, or just give me that leeway, you know what I mean? To, to make it so that I'm not going into town and just screwing up straight away and <laughs> slowing down the gameplay. And, but then I guess in itself, that gives me something to do. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really sure. I don't really care about the story. I'm, that's just not who I am. Yeah. The story's fine. It's interesting enough, but I'm not super invested. My You're not only, a story boy. I'm not a story boy. Mm. Just never, I never have been. I'm You're just, a chaos man. <laughs> yeah, look, I play a game. I play it mostly for a story. So I cannot stand... If, if a game has terrible gameplay, but a really good story, <laughs> mm. that won't keep me there. But if a game has terrible story, but really good gameplay, I'll, I'll play it to, yeah. to death. That's why I think I love The Long Dark. Not on story mode, because it is just like, here's the game. Just mm. pure game. Yeah, even um, Skyrim and stuff like that. The story yeah. there is not. I mean, there is a story. But it's certainly not the focus. You liked Breath of the Wild quite a lot. Yeah. That story is very sparse. Exactly. But I really dislike The Last of Us, because and? it's very story heavy, and the gameplay, it sucks. And you're not a big fan of Bioshock Infinite. Either. Exactly, for the same reason. But you Bioshock-, like Bioshock 2. Bioshock 2 is the best Bioshock, it's- hands down. I love that game. It's- their third best Bioshock. Maybe I should play that again. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and finally, there are way too many characters in your camp. <laughs> I don't know who all these people are, and I'm just confused most of the time. <laughs> I hate that every mission, like the mission icon on your map, is the initials of the character. And I'm like, Rockstar, I have not gotten to know these people. Who's this? I often don't find out who I'm doing a mission for until I arrive. And I'm like, oh, John Marston. All right, you just were M on the map. I didn't know who you could be. Cool. What are we doing? Uh, And that's a bit annoying. But ultimately, I think uh, in terms of amount of thumbs... Um, thumb cramps thumb score the thumb score for this game is is probably four out of five four out of five four out of five yeah that's where it is maybe even a 4.5 out of five four and a half four and a half thumbs because which half of the thumb top half bottom half bottom half but top (laughs) half is still visible on hand (laughs) like i've got an invisible thumb from joint one to knuckle is that a knuckle on the thumb this bit what's this yeah that's a knuckle feels wrong to have a knuckle that far away from the rest of the knuckles. <laughs> a little sneaky side knuckle. It's a thumb knuckle. <laughs> it's a yeah. thumb knuckle. So I'll give it four thumbs and one thumb knuckle out of five. <laughs> um, and that, uh, it's, it's only losing that 0.5 for some weird control choices. Um, but other than that, yeah, that, that's literally the only reason. <laughs> literally because I keep pulling a gun on people. <laughs> I don't mean to. And also some of the... the, the um, Menus and the crafting menus and stuff like that feel really old-fashioned. Okay. And that, like, insistence on realism when 
it, we we want immersion, not realism. So yeah, four thumbs and one thumb knuckle out of five for Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> That's a huge two. thumb score, but not the thumb score people would have been expecting. Yeah, there you All go. Right. Okay, well, let's just have a quick word from our sponsors, potentially. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And if you're enjoying the show and looking for more content, why not head on over to sanspantsradio.com and check out all the other shows that we do as part of the Sanspants Network, like D&D is for Nerds, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Now, this week, I've been playing a game called Two Point Hospital, which is, I think, the spiritual successor to a game that I adored when I was a kid called Theme Hospital. I'm pretty sure it's actually made by the same um, developed team, maybe, or there's okay. people that worked in Theme Hospital that worked in this one. Um, either way, it's very, very, very fun. It's very much like Theme Hospital. In that, you know, it's like a top-down isometric, you're in charge of building a hospital. Yeah. Theme Hospital was a game that I devoted a lot of my time and energy in um, growing up. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's really nice to sort of play like an updated version of that. That rolls. Uh, it's just it is just basically a lot of fun. Like I don't have like a huge amount of things to say about it, apart from I'm having fun, mm. and it's a, a lot more difficult than Theme Hospital ever was. I think it's really nice when so um, as a kid, <clears throat> me and my my brother, my younger mm. brother, we would play uh, Zoo Tycoon mm. to death. We mm. played that game so much and it was like I'd, we'd come home from school, chuck it on the computer, and both of us would play Zoo Tycoon. And then Zoo Tycoon Two came out, and it was terrible. It was, like, updated, it was made way easier, they'd t- kind of simplified everything. Like, in, in Zoo Tycoon 1, there are too many animals. <laughs> and building, like, an enclosure for one involves, like, you got to get the right foilage and the right food, yeah, yeah. and it's got to be the right amount of space, and they got to have this and that and this. And then Zoo Tycoon 2 was like, uh, you just need to choose the right biome. And then Zoo Tycoon 3 was way worse because every pen was, like, its own building. 
So you oh. didn't build the pen yourself. You just chose Lion Pen, and ah. that was that. So it's really nice, I think, for a game, like a, a sim game or a theme game, to be like, we're actually going to make it more difficult. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make it like a better version mm. of the one that came before, not an easier one for, you know. Mm. Like like when a sim game is designed for fans of the original, like the, the yeah, sequel is made for yeah, fans, yeah. not new people to the franchise. Yeah, or and this is definitely made for... I mean, you could easily pick this one up without playing Theme Hospital. Mm. Yeah. Because it's just... There is a level of difficulty that I was not expecting. Cool. And it's a lot of fun. They like, explain this previous story in a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to pick it up from journals? <laughs> what happened to the characters from Theme, Theme Hospital? <laughs> Where is that crazy doctor with a chainsaw? Uh, but there's like stuff like, say, there's a teaching mechanic in... Or a training mechanic in, say, Theme Hospital, where it's like... You had your doctors, and all they did was uh, psychiatry, surgery, or research, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here, it's like, no, you can train for like speed, stamina, happiness. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, you can work in certain areas, and it's just... Um, it's cool that you can train for happiness. Yeah. My doctors suck, but they're having a great time. <laughs> uh, and... Again, in Theme Hospital, it was like, you know, your doctors are your bread and butter, nurses did certain things, and admin did only small things. Here, okay. it's like, no, no, you need nurses for everything. <laughs> you need admins for, like, a lot of other stuff. Um, and, yeah, doctors and certain doctors only do certain things. So there's a lot more involved, and you need to be so aware. Like, I had to go on a website to be like, I just need basic tips on how to play <laughs> this game because I keep dying. Um, and, oh, not dying. I keep just becoming <laughs> wow. massively in Hospital is dead. Like, mass- massively in debt. So it is kind of like hospital death. <laughs> Not fair. <laughs> like that's hospital, hospital death, death. rules. <laughs> so I'm, I've been really enjoying that. I've just been kind of just thrashing that a lot. And it, it's sort of one where it's like a, you, the gameplay is very simple. It kind of holds your hand a little bit at the start where it's like, here's your hospital. Kind of build some basic stuff. And it works just sort of star system. It's like, you know, one star, get this, two star, three star. And you kind of have objectives, yep. which is really, really nice. And like, once you hit those objectives, you can keep playing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hopefully when I eventually get to the end, or if I do, it'll be like, oh, awesome. I've become really good. Now I'm going to make it the best hospital mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Will I get there? No, because I'm <laughs> bad. Will I get in a lot of debt? Yeah. yeah. No. Hospital death is coming your way. <laughs> what's your uh, thumb score? Yeah, what's your um, thumb, cram- thumb cramps thumb score? See, I don't know. See, I only have two thumbs. I always find it very difficult to envision five. <laughs> yeah, five thumbs. So, <laughs> That's intense. I've never even thought of that. So for me, I just want to I want to kind of pair this back to just add a two. Okay. You know what I mean? <clears> that's fine. I mean, it's still out of five. So you <laughs> give it a two. That's bad. Mm. No, but a two out of five, but if you've only got two thumbs, is a five out of five. That's but then true. what's a one? Well, one? One thumb. One thumb. No, but what's, <laughs> what's a 2.5? On the old system. A thumb and a thumb knuckle. <laughs> Zero, one, and... Anyway, well, uh, either way, I'm going to give this in my own rate, my mm. own thumb cramp. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm branching out, boys. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a break for it. I'm giving it two thumbs up out of two. Or, if I want to be back on the old system, five thumbs out of five. Okay. Five thumbs out of five. That's it's, a huge thumb score. That's it's a, a massive fun game. Score. I haven't played a lot of it in yeah. terms of I don't think I've played a lot. I've glanced down and see how many hours I've played. I'm already at 20. So again, it's it's a game where you will lose hours yeah, or you yeah. can easily lose hours, especially if, say, you were a fan of the original Theme Hospital or you kind of like that style of game. It's a lot of fun. Perfect. That's a huge score. So continuing on from last episode, I've uh, continued my Mario Party trend, but this time I'm up to date. <laughs> Playing Super Mario Party. Ah, heaps. <laughs> Went from the beginning to the end. <laughs> the Alpha Nothing the in the middle. <laughs> the Alpha and the Omega. Mario Party on Nintendo 64 and Super Mario Party, the new release on the Nintendo Switch. Mm. Uh, something that I have heard but haven't experienced a lot 
mm-hmm. uh, because I haven't played them, is that apparently the recent entries in the Mario Party series were no good. Yeah, I, I played the one for the Wii U, and it was very strange. You were all in the same cart together. Oof. And I want to tell you that that has already hit a part of my brain that makes you want to vomit. It was bizarre. And also, every single one had a point, every map had a point where Bowser got released, and he would chase you down the map, and there were specific minigames that were all of you versus Bowser. It was very weird. I hate that. Mm. The only good... So there was that was one version, and the other version, one person played as Bowser. That was all right. But yeah, it was kind of garbage. I hate that less, but also still hate it. Yeah. Anyway, Super Mario Party follows the same trend as the first Mario Party, where you're all separate, you're on a board, you roll a dice, you move those many spots, mm-hmm. you'll then play each other in a minigame. But uh, the maps this time... Look, I'm having a good time with this. Yeah. There is a lot of things I like. A few things that I'm like, huh, weird. Yeah. So there's not many maps. There's only four maps yeah. in this, which is not many. And the maps are very small and not that varied. No. Um, I'm having a good time with it. The mini games I was worried about because since the first one, it seems like they used all of their ideas. <laughs> Even in the first one, there's a few mini games where you're like, was this a fun game idea or were you just honing? You always get a couple of duds, a couple, yeah. of, a couple of Mario Party games where you're like, this is just math. <laughs> or they just like question and answer. This is just multiple choice. This isn't mm. clever. Press A six times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah good job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of games in this one that are like, are actually fun. Mm. And I haven't encountered many where I'm like, I hate this. Where, uh, yeah, even in the first ones, I'm like, oh, there's a few, there's probably like 10 games there that I don't like playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. There's one in the first one that's just like, Pipe maze. You just put a chest in a pipe and then you have no control over it. And then <laughs> just guess. It's Chance. Just, yep. Good. My favorite game was always the grab bag. Oh, I love grab classic. bag. Ah, that, just... that can change. If you're clever and you target one person, they can lose like 40 coins. I know. It's bad. It sucks it's, for them. It's good for bullying. I'm yeah. a massive fan of the Super Mario Party uh, minigame where I think it's called Snapshot. Where someone is trying to take a photo of you and you get no slap shot. You gotta slap everyone out of the way so that you're center frame for the photo. It's just very good. There's a lot of chaos and a lot of hitting each other out of the way. I'm a big fan. Yeah, and uh the 2v2 games in Super Mario Party are also really good at getting you angry at your teammates and angry at the other team. Yeah. Uh where I feel that the previous games you can just sort of be like, ah, oh, we lost. But this one you're like yelling at everyone. It's a good time. I'm having a good time with it, but I, yeah, I think when it comes down to the thumb score, and I'm a traditionalist in the thumb cramps thumb score, <laughs> yeah. and it's out of five thumbs, <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to give it probably four thumbs. What's it losing thumbs for? Not much variety with the maps. <clears throat> yeah. Have you played any of the other um, the modes? other modes? No, I've only played the Mario Party. That's mode. they're not that good. So like, yeah. fair. One one of them is uh, you're in like a boat going down a river, and you've got to actually got to act out the rowing. Yeah, but it's not. It's the kind of thing where in all of like the advertising for it, and in in the like, hey, here's how to do it. They're like, you hold the, your your um your switch controller like, like a or but you can just. You can just kind of stab forward with it and it does the same thing. Or you can just not do anything and your teammates will take care of it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, look, there's a few things in it. And for a party game, it seems really fun. And the fact that the Switch has two controllers built in means that I already had two controllers, which ruled. And it's the first game I've had where I'm like, oh, maybe I should go buy another joy- set of Joy-Cons. Mm. So that's pretty good. I mean, if Nintendo wants to make even more money off me, this is a good <laughs> game to do. And I think it's going to tie over any Mario heads <laughs> any mario heads out there that are looking for to scratch that itch before the release of super smash bros where everyone inevitably forgets about every game that's come out this year and just play smash bros for like 400 hours uh yeah so four thumbs out of five all right so what does that give this episode's thumb score so there's a five a four and a three no, no four four two. and a knuckle <laughs>
Ah, now we're going to do secret math again, and this is never our good strong suit. <laughs> never our good strong suit. Never our good strong suit. Uh, 14 and a half out of 15. 13 yeah. and a half. 13 and a half. Is it? Four, four and a half and five. You doofus. <laughs> 13 and a half. You doofus. <laughs> the trick is I'm the grandest doofus because I had no idea either way. I had no score to provide the table. Yeah. Oh, speaking of doofuses, and yeah. this actually goes from last episode as well. So, playing Super Mario Party, last last time yeah. when I was playing Mario Party, yeah. uh, you'll remember that uh, Luigi... Gave you the business. He, uh, he dogged me right idiot. at the end. Yeah. He's a big green idiot. And I yeah. thought that my hatred to one of the Mario brothers had peaked. Yeah. In Super Mario Party, because mm-hmm. the maps are small, it is possible to roll, especially later in the game... High rolls, that means that you can pass Toad more than once. Ah. Mario, in the last turn of the second last game of Super Mario Party I played, I was up by two stars. He somehow rolled a 14, (laughs) got the star... Because he got allies that give you extra dice, yeah. Yeah, he got the star twice and also went past a square that let him steal my star. Which meant that I lost, and then he won all the awards, so I wasn't even close in the end. <laughs> and I was just sitting there seething, whispering rude things to Mario. You big-headed galoot. <laughs> Your little and Peach hates you. <laughs> That's rough ass. such a knucklehead. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. And I've been Joel. This episode gets a 13.5 out of 15 on our Thumb Cramps Thumb Score. And... If you want to email us with any game recommendations, review suggestions, or just general information, email us at sandspansradio at gmail.com. See you later, thumb children. Children Children of of the thumb. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch just how competent or incompetent we are at video games, head on over to twitch.tv slash sanspantsradio where you'll see us and other members of the Sanspants Network live stream some of our favourite video games. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.